On tonight's episode of Dad's Drinking Beer, the dads crack open Bell's Two-Hearted Ale out of the great state of Michigan. We also give a really extensive recap of the NFL draft from the Bears and the 49ers perspective, as well as entertain thoughts about what Aaron Rodgers' future could look like. To round it out, we also give our bi-monthly streaming selections for all dads and listeners alike. So sit back, relax, crack a cold one, and enjoy responsibly. This is Dad's Drinking Beer. Dad's Drinking Beer. Welcome back to Dad's Drinking Beer. We're coming at you live in Austin, Texas, coming from the bunker. This is the weekly watering hole where we encourage you to pull up a seat and jump right into our conversation. A couple of dads having some beers, talking about some dad shit. Tonight we're going to talk about some Michigan beer. We're going to give you a little recap on the NFL draft, talk about some other NFL news, give you some streaming selections, all kinds of dad shit. So come on, jump on. The light is on. Didn't mean to rhyme that. (laughs) <laughs> I freestyled in pre-production, and it's kind of bleeding through. Um, this is the only scripted part of the whole goddamn episode. Chris? Are we going to rhyme the entire show? That would be kind of fun. We, we should have a rhyming episode. Don't right? don't only challenge rhyme. me. Yeah. Don't challenge me. Uh, but hey, <laughs> the explicit sign's on. Let's go. If you got kids in the room, put them to bed. Right. And let's go hunt for some fucking dinner. Let's fucking go. Again, I'm Jim with my guy, Chris. Happy Wednesday, man. How Happy you doing? Happy Wednesday. We made it another week. We survived yet another week in 2021, so I'm feeling pretty good, man. Yeah. Got my, got my second shot, so now you're fully vaxxed. I'm fully vaxxed. It's simmering in my body right now. Damn straight. So to celebrate, I want to have a beer. Yes. Because my glass is actually really empty, honestly. Like, this is not for for radio. This is real. My glass is empty. What, what are you doing? We have Bell's Two-Hearted. I've had this before. Mm. I like this beer a lot. It has a different thing for you because it is a Michigan beer. People in the Midwest go crazy over bells. Like I they, they, un, you know, it's almost unnatural how much they just love that. It is funny when you talk to someone from the Midwest. They're like, and you bring up bell, they just like, oh, oh, and just <laughs> yes. they lose it. Yes, but but it, I'm excited. It is a gigantic beer. The only ones they had at the place when I went to go buy them were these gigantic tall boys, big, like a 24 ounce. Yes. It's like the uh, the fish on here is actual size. You don't <laughs> yeah, even have to like is, put it to scale. This is a real. What is this? A fucking fucking trout? Yeah, it is, and it's a it's a beautiful can. Uh, you're absolutely right, though. I, you know, I went to Michigan State for our listeners who uh, forgot from the last episode. <laughs> for every episode, <laughs> right? <laughs> you bring up bells, and people are like, "Oh my god!" Like you know, we already said you you already have like a, a bit of a pomp and circumstance if you go to a party with Bud Light in college, you show up with bells, clothes are just coming off And at that's that just point. the guys. All the well, guys. definitely the dudes. That's that's what right. I was referring right, to. Right, Most right. of the parties I went to were guys only anyway. <laughs> sure, right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck girls. We, <laughs> just want, awesome. we just want to get wasted, right? <laughs> uh, so we did one bells in season one. Yep. Um, the bells natural. Yep. Uh, beautiful. Can the dark navy blue, and we IPA. talked about the two hearted. We did because this is yeah. kind of one of their classics. This yeah. is an older one that they, I, that I don't know if this is true. And again, I don't want any fucking Michiganders. Is that the I it don't want is. them calling me or slacking me or texting us telling me that I'm wrong. But I think, at least in my opinion, guy from California living in Texas, isn't this their kind of like this is like their 
their benchmark beer, would you say? Well, I would say it's in our it's in our lane. It's in the dad's lane of being that IPA. Up north, they and and you know, I have some buddies up there still, they love the Oberon, mm. which is kind I of that, seen that one. It's it's kind of the blue moon companion, oh, no, the yeah. weedy, where they go, Oh, you have you have Oberon? Oh god, clothes come off. Right. Unbutton, unbutton, pearl snaps off. And then it's let me drop a little orange squeeze in there yeah, because it's like, like it's just juicy. Yeah. So yes, this is probably it. I mean, look, it the the can gives off like a camo vibe almost. You see how it's got like the orange outline. And the orange, and, yeah, exactly. So yeah. someone right now is in a deer stand chugging too hard. It is kind of the way I always think about this particular beer. Because what else is there to do in a fucking deer stand but chug too hearted? Um, I'm a I'm here for it. I love yeah. it. I'm a fan. Uh, the only thing I don't love about this beer. Sorry, Michiganders. The logo looks like a Taco Bell logo from the 90s. I'm not going to lie. Doesn't it? Oh, the actual Bell's logo. Like the logo. Bell's logo. Yeah. Well, I know a little bit more about Bell's because I was trying to, you know, impress everybody at, at State and had to learn a little bit. And it, for a while, it was just called, like, the Kalamazoo Brewing Company. I had a few buddies who went to Western Michigan and, like, God knows the amount of ejaculation over Bell's at that <laughs> campus. Like, I can't imagine because East Lansing's a good hour, hour plus away. At Western, they must have just been, like... Just couldn't even turn the corner. Like, oh, God. I'm going to shoot. It's just (laughs) constant. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that it actually is the Bell's Brewery is run out of like an old Taco Bell, which if that was the case, I'd be like, all right, I love that. You know what? Back in the 80s, it it might have been. I don't don't want to tell you that that didn't happen. But you know a beer is successful when it's it's kind of, you know, off, off shooted, off shot. Off uh, shot? Off shot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The fuck is going on tonight? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's two beers that were offspring of these of this one, and you've got you've got the double hearted, which is the uh, it's the double American IPA, which right. has got to be fucking you know throws hair on your chest. Nuclear, and then there's the light hearted, which is great name, which is it. also really good. And yeah, it's like it's like maybe two thirds of the calories. Like it completely kind of cuts some of it in yeah. half. We're going with the with the OG tonight, though. This thing is beastly. It's huge. It's like holding a fucking 1950s bomb in your hand. Like, it just looks gigantic. Dude, you you open it, you throw it, you duck. You duck the exactly. right away. Uh, it's got a nice little, uh, you know, amber hue, if you will. It does. kind of looks like you've been, like, the color of your piss after a night of drinking without drinking water. It's definitely dehydrated piss color. Right, yeah. Yes, that's little, how you know it's good. Yeah, exactly. We're going to let that come down a little bit. Um, you're fully vaxxed technically after this, but I want to hear from, 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 from you first. Any side effects yet? Um, are you starting to trip out? You're you're gonna have to like let our listeners know in real time what what happens over the yeah, next. Yeah, because here's the thing: this is beer number two for me. Just so you know, so oh. who knows what happens from if like, have we done any studies about why would you drink beer after having your second shot? I don't know. I don't know. But did you take your shot after and do the show? Okay. No, I did the show and then the next night I oh, had God. my shot. Okay. But I asked her. I asked the nurse. I said, "Can I drink after this?" And she goes, "You wouldn't." She's like, "You'd be surprised how many people ask me that." Yeah, they live in fucking Austin, Texas. People well, and, and we've been in fucking quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, I need a drink. She goes, if you want to go home and have a she literally said, if you want to go home and have a bottle of wine, go for it. Okay. Lady. Hey, is that an invite? Yeah. She's on, <laughs> I mean, what time you get off? Yeah. It's time for the kids go to bed. <laughs> so uh yeah, I don't know. Who knows what's happened? Uh it, it was an easy, easy process. Easier and faster than the first one. The first one I had like wait in line and the whole thing. This was like in, out. The guy was super fucking nice. Walked in. So it was in and out with the guy. Very easy. That's what I heard so in far. In and out with the guy. The guy was very nice. 
He was very gentle. And very quick. Very quick. I guess that's how it is now. I'm just um, No, it was actually a girl. Very nice. She looked cute. I couldn't tell, but, you know, she had a mask on. Um, it was quick. She, I sat down, boom, slap, done. It's your first second. Second, out. It was it. It was it. Did you alternate arms? I didn't, and I heard your voice in my head when she asked me that, because I thought you did, didn't you? I did. I'm an equal opportunity arm injector. I'm going to tell you the reason why I didn't is because I use my right arm too much at work with my... I mean, again, it's so stupid, but I mean, I... With the mouse. I click my mouse for a fucking living, I guess, yeah. <laughs> well, you just made it sound like, like you're doing like, something oh, my hammer, really manual, yeah. yeah. You know, when I grip uh, Thor's hammer, right. Mjolnir, or whatever it's called. Yeah, when I lift the wood above my head to form this house and build a shelter. No, I literally click a fucking mouse every day, but I didn't want it to hurt. So, yeah, I just kept on the left. Also, there was a chick, so she was like, oh, nice tattoo. I was like, thanks. So then we walked so away. You, you picked the arm with the better sleeve? It's the only one, yeah. Well, you got some tats over well, here. Well, this, this is the one she did. This is the one she did on the first one. So I just did, and the seat was set up that way. Yeah. Otherwise, I had to turn the seat around or AC Slater it, which I didn't think that would be a good move. Although maybe it would have been. I was gonna say if you had the option and you didn't. And I, what if I did just pull the AC Slater on her and just ball dip her, just like. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, honestly, we might be having <sighs> a completely different convo. Can you go back and get a third shot? <laughs> just... Hey, real quick. <laughs> Last time I was here. Yeah. And I want to show you about this new tattoo I got over here because yeah. I, I hit the 10-pound mark or, or whatever, right? Right, Which right. We're still waiting on that. I should, I should I should, do that. That's a good idea. Could you get another one? That would be a good idea. Well, they're extra? already saying there's an extra booster coming now for the Pfizer. Anyway. It's going to keep coming. Um, you already, you already Sorry, I, I, I haven't. I, ha- I was just about to. No, it's okay. Because I just have it when a beer is poured and we're chatting. It, drinking beer is like, it's like part of it. So, yeah, I haven't had it. But yeah, let's, let's do it. Come we're on. just excited tonight. I haven't seen you like oh I haven't seen you for a while. It's been too long, Chris. God damn, that's fucking that's man. Bell's is almost worth all the vocal moans and the it, it is delicious. And I can I can imagine we've talked about this a lot. And if there's like memories attached to it, or if there's things, stories, or places you've been and, and things you've done with friends, only more. But just alone flavor, everything. That's a really good fucking beer. It's a solid, solid brew. It's a really good beer. Bell's doesn't fuck around. No. The Oberon, I know you said you, you haven't touched it, but like that I've was... I've seen it. That was the first one I had, and it's it's still got the Taco Bell uh, little square bell thing, <laughs> but it's got this, it's got a, a brighter orange, a bit of a, a, like a sky blue color on the label too. It really needs to be, in my opinion, 95 degrees outside, and you're dripping with sweat. Your, your swass is visible right um and you're and you're enjoying a, a nice cold bells and and this is this is right up i mean there. i'm not usually like a uh orange and a beer kind of guy but again hey if if i'm in michigan yeah when in rome let's go no me me neither um maybe we should talk about that at some point the whole fruit and the beer and whatnot but yeah i know it is pretty good to eat the orange afterwards sure because then you feel like well i can't get sick now um i'm <laughs> drinking all this beer and eating vitamin c afterwards I can't argue that. It's solid logic. Yeah. Um, couple quick notes on this beer. Yep. Just so you're aware. It started as a winter seasonal up in the uh, 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 Upper Peninsula because the Two-Hearted is named after the Two-Hearted River, which is in the UP. Okay. Now, just so you're aware, there are two types of people in Michigan. Oh, God. There's Michiganders and there's Upers. 
Oh, shit. Okay. The Upers are like the really weird fucking And that's the Yetis. upper peninsula. That's the one that's like above the one. It's yeah. connected to Wisconsin. And, and, and you always wonder like, why didn't Wisconsin just fucking take it over? Agreed. Right. That's, that's, that's definitely an honest and, you know, common, I think, takeaway is like, what the fuck? But the Upers are just, and I, I hope we have some listeners in the Uper, but like, when you went to state, you knew who the Upers were right oh. away. Oh God! Okay. They were the ones who no 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 disrespect. Uh, they like it was cold most of the time at state. They were the ones wearing the full bodied Carhartt camo gear, and they were you know maybe there was a bow on their back or you know something huge snowshoes. I mean, it's basically Canada, isn't it? I mean, you're like essentially in the Canada line, right? You're you're north of almost everything. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's interesting. And and there's a there's a, a river called the Two-Hearted, which is what this is named for, but it became a year-round beer in 03. So, it's kind of cool. It's not that uh old. It's still yeah. kind of a relatively newer beer, and it was probably their 8th or ninth beer that they came out with, but it I think it's probably their most popular I, at this point. I I've never heard of anything else from them except for maybe here or there, but I've never heard of that one you said, Omarion from Omarion? Oberon. That, okay, sorry. But we had the original, the Bell's original, that which is like that beautiful, right. you know. That was good. We gave that sucker like a 90, yeah. 91. I, and I've only had it a couple times, um, and man, it's always done me right, so. To give props to Bell's though, we've gone back and bought it a few times. Oh, Yeah. Like since we reviewed it, oh, yeah. we were like, "This is this is one of the best thick IPAs out there." And if I'm if I'm buying beers and I see this, I'm like, mm, "I may not always buy it, but I know it's always good, and I always consider it." I would agree. Um, I, and I don't hate the label. It's it's. I've never been to Michigan, so forgive me, but it just feels very much like it does feel like you. I could see this in a cooler and with some hunting gear. Yeah. It big twenty four ounce decor, cans, right? Yeah, big fucking cans. Big cans. It's got the fucking camo vibe. I know it's not camo, but it has the camo vibe. It it just does. You just got to see it. Yeah, and then the orange. So, I, shit. I don't know. Man, it's I'm, delicious. I'm excited about it. You just threw out a challenge. We're gonna get you to Michigan. Love to potentially uh, wife, do something. We at talked Bell's. about it uh, last time we were hanging out, having dinner with you're, the fam. You're a big Lake Tahoe guy. I am. So anything in Western Michigan, we're not going to go to the Upper Peninsula. Sorry, the two listeners. Sorry, Upers. Sorry, Upers. 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 Okay, yeah. look at you. You sure you never been up there? You, you. Okay, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> we'll stop there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but there's a lot of potential to see some similarities because Lake Tahoe is beautiful. I know mm. from what I've seen and read. And yeah. You've told me Western Michigan is. Second to none. Yeah, I've um, heard. Just FYI. I've heard um, it's beautiful. I've heard the summers are just what it's about. I have a couple friends that are from there, you being one of them, but another couple other friends of mine in there, and they're like, Michigan in the summertime is where it's at. And it's pure. And again, it's the lakes. I think this is because Lake Tahoe, it has the lakes, it has the thing. So definitely picked up some uh, grapefruit yeah. notes, picked up some pine. It's a little bit, I think it even has more flavor than the, than the Bell's original i i absolutely it's it's called the original right all of a sudden i'm like losing my yeah. shit can you just double check that real quick yeah official this one official. so it's not original or national <laughs> but we did like that one a lot okay just to be clear it's the original bells beer that we had on this podcast over a year ago was called bells official right so, right. so i might have said original or national Upers or any michiganders or any anything else, you live on the glove or the mitt or whatever it is, 
don't be mad. We got we figured it out. Just leave the Michigan analogies over here, okay? <laughs> but you're right. I think we already pissed Sorry. off a number of people. I have like a but one of my good buddies is from Michigan. He always gives the whole fucking analogy. He always does this. Where you live? Hand. Yeah, yeah. Over here. Over yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Um, delicious. So I'll be checking in with you throughout the episode. Make to sure see how the side effects are going. Blackout. Follow the line. Are yeah. we are doing some fear and loathing in Las Vegas yeah. right now? I mean, if I start talking about crazy shit. Keep it going. Record it. It might land on we'll YouTube just, or something. We'll just blame the vaccine. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Might only get on TV. That's it. Meet Savannah Guthrie. Hey. You thought blood clots were an issue. Check, Check out this, this guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, let's do some quick thank yous then. I love it. As always, we like to thank Benny from Bronze Whale. He's our guy. Does the intro. Yeah. Um, our, our theme song, really. Theme song. Our Breakmaster Cylinder, always listen to the whole thing all the way through, so you get to hear that, because it is, as I like to say, hot fire. I have oh, said that before. It's catchy. Um, uh, we always like to thank Rogue Brewery for our official, unofficial coaster of Dad's Drinking Beer 2021. Who am I forgetting? The listener. The person right now turning up the, the radio, turning up their phone to get a better chance to listen to us. Thank you guys for everything you're doing. Listening, commenting, liking, subscribing, giving us any and all feedback. This is how we get better. Yeah. And we have some really exciting stuff over the next four or five episodes. we're doing cool shit. That's that's led by our listener base. Yeah. Really. Yeah. We're kind of flexible. We're adaptable. Like, poke and prod and and get in there. We're we're ready to be adaptable for you guys. And we posted that calendar up on the socials so you guys now know what we're going to be drinking, which is a new thing for us because that's... A good thing that we actually know we're going to be drinking. So you can drink along. Uh, you can plan accordingly. You can put it on the family shared calendar. I and, did. And um, join us. We have uh, a really interesting sports hole. We did the NFL draft preview last week. We were more spot on than you think. It was a preview, so we didn't see it. But now we've seen it. Correct. Right? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do a recap on the Bears and the Niners picks. Give it a little grade. Uh, we do have a couple other side stories to talk about that are sort of related to the draft. Yep. We have some streaming selections, and then we'll score the beer. I'm here for it. Let's go. Perfect. Let's go right into the NFL draft recap in our sports hole. <laughs> okay, so this is like a continuation of last week's episode where we kind of previewed the draft. Um, and now we've watched it for the last, what, 17 days straight. It's been a fucking marathon of drafting. Um, oh, yeah. I really only watched day one and a little bit of day two. Um, so, yeah, I have a couple things. I don't know where you want to start, but I have a couple things I want to talk about. Just takeaways from the draft. It's all anyone in Chicago is still talking about. Same it, in San Francisco. Despite other success, which I think we're going to get into yeah. for the sports hole next week, right? More baseball focused. But you're right. This is just kind of coming full circle now. Yep. Now we've seen the draft. Yep. Give us your takeaways. I mean, it. first off, I felt that it was such a scene, right? I mean, it's just and I, I, I love these people that are like so thirsty for football because I almost feel like I'm gonna be there one day. Yeah. They're like painting in, in Cleveland. Yeah, they're in Cleveland and you're like a Lions fan and you're painting yourself head to toe with fucking spike shoulder pads and you're with like 13 other people in a tiny little cube cheering for who the Lions are going to draft. It, good for them. It's just fucking crazy to me that that's what we have come to. Um, and we celebrate the fucking draft yeah. like this. But w- was it set up that way where teams 
uh, fan groups were seated together. Oh yeah, you, they did a couple like flyovers. Yeah, and it was but it like wasn't it wasn't pockets. always like that. It seemed like it used to be more just grab a seat and you might have people know. with you. Like this seemed overly organized in yeah. terms of this is the Lions section, right. this is the Steelers section, right. and like. They weren't all family or friends. They just said, hey, I showed up in a Steelers jersey. I sit over there now. Right. That was my takeaway. Right. Very uh, organized. I don't know if it is. I feel like, again, I've only seen a handful of drafts because, again, it's not really what I spend a ton of time watching. But, sure. But I do feel like they put them in the same group only because otherwise you put some fucking, you know, Packers fans next to Bears fans. You don't know what you're going to get. There's going to be some blood in the streets. That's right. So you yeah. got to be careful. Um, I did... Like at in concept, I liked the chair, Goodell's chair. Yeah, um, which was an interesting kind of nod. It would have been a they should have done a little bit more with it. Yes, right. I yeah. don't know. It was a little tongue in cheek. It was a little, you know. Most of the time, he was still getting booed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? You so it was hear. like, do you want to sit in the chair and get booed, or do you want to go up to the uh, podium and talk over the booze, right. right? It was a little a little interesting there. Not as bad as before, but maybe that's just because there were less people there. Right? Oh, hands down. I mean, if, if it was a full house, he would have, the boo birds would have been running drown, wild. Drown his ass out, right? Hands down. I mean, I feel, you know, the draft overall was actually probably about what it should be. I mean, I feel like they had a pretty cool arena vibe. They had it kind of like, you know, with the people backstage and then the guys coming through. I didn't hate it overall. I, I thought the I thought the um, the music, the little like tone that they play, which I think we play. Yeah. <laughs> the tone is just is that something they've always done, and they just kind of kept one thing the yep. same, and it's yep. this music that interrupts. I mean, at the most awkward moment. Shit, I don't know the original copyright of it, but that has been around for some time. It is our current sports hall music. Right. You just heard it a couple minutes ago. It's very simple. It's very... It's like a video game doom, from the 90s. Doom, 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 yeah. Doom. yeah, it's very it's very quick. I mean, you're done in about three seconds. The one like I had on it, and maybe it's just because I wasn't as glued to the screen, is that when the team made the pick, or the pick was in, it seemed like they started the clock on the next team. Ah. So by the time they made the announcement... And there was all that fucking hoopla, the chair, the special fan from each group, the awkward handshake between Goodell and the guy in the or the guy or the girl in the chair. Do we fist bump? Do we shake? Do we do a half hug? Right. That was just common now nowadays because I I've run into that you know pretty frequently. Yeah. Um, by the time the next pick would start, it would say they're on the clock and it's like seven minutes and forty two seconds, forty one, right. you know. And I was like, oh good, you're not waiting for it to be done. Let the dust settle and start from fresh. So I, I feel like it moved, it moved a little bit quicker because as soon as they felt, I felt like as soon as they got the answer of who who's coming, stop, start fifteen minutes and go. So you really, as a as a viewer, you didn't have to wait so fucking long because of all that distraction and that yeah. bullshit. Yeah, uh, I wish they'd still go quicker, but it would, you know, it, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, I know we were. Uh, it came on right around the same time we we're kind of you know doing bedtime and the whole thing and i was like hey i got just want to see who the niners pick blah blah yeah and again i'm like this they're number three so it's like this could be they already picked one and then it was like I, this could be another hour until until the niners right. pick right but it was pretty quick it, they did they did kind of get to it pretty quick so felt good um, felt good yeah so i ended up having to having to sleep because i was kind of hoping that maybe it would at least go a little longer sure for me. sure here we are sure 
Well, let me dive into my team first. Please. The Bears made a splash on the first night. Unbelievable. I, my phone has not blown up from people I haven't heard from in so long. <laughs> so quickly, such a, in a small period of time where you knew. Including me. Well, everybody. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. no, you're, you're a normal text. Everyone else. Not everyone else. But I had a few where I was like, shit. Like, I need to go make sure I'm, I'm watching this. Right. Thank God it's on and I can just pop my head in the room. So... We traded up with the Giants. And that was done the day of. Correct. So no one knew about that, right? Correct. Okay. It was under the radar. And the Bears grabbed Justin Fields. Yeah. Arguably the best quarterback in, in the draft. Arguably. Arguably. <laughs> Says the guy who took one in the first round. We'll get to that. I'm not, I'm not saying he's the better quarterback. I'm just saying that's a, that's a, you could have that argument is all I'm saying. It is. And I've been a Bears fan for 35 and a half years. I was one month old when the Bears beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl with the 85 Bears. The so, Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah, exactly. So right. I was a huge fan back then as a one month old, but I don't remember jack <laughs> shit, right? Right. Best chance I've had since then uh, was back when we lost to the Colts. Devin Hester ran back the opening kick. And, you know, we've talked about this before. The Bears yeah. have always had a stellar defense, no quarterback. This is the... Most confident I feel on the offensive side of the ball in 35 and a half years for the Bears. Put it this way. It's the most confident probably a lot of Bears fans have felt since being confident like Jay Cutler like hitting a bong. Like That's the only thing you know. Like, <laughs> Jay Cutler smokes weed. Justin Fields is a good quarterback. Right? I mean, and Andy Dalton is probably going, well, fuck. I mean, what's going to happen there? Well, Dalton's a starter at this point. You come have on. to ask. Come on. You have to ask Fields to come in and start. Here's Here's the comparison. You respect Belichick? Do are you asking me if yes. I do? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's rhetorical. Sure. Yeah, it's rhetorical. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, do I respect him? I mean, he's got a do you sweet value sweater. his coaching skills? Yeah, sure. Okay. He says Cam's that quarterback, but they got Mac Jones in the right. fifteenth pick. Right. So I think it's a little show. It's right. a little formality of hey, the veteran is the guy. The pressure is on the new kid. Who is inevitably the future? Which is what you're gonna have to do, right? You don't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna put that pressure on him from April or you know end of April to the season starting in four and a half months right. to say you are the guy. For now, Dalton, you're the proven vet. Teach him a couple things and get going. Right, but don't teach him everything because you kind of suck. So don't. Like... Well, yeah, keep the secret stuff you know to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe just show him how to do a two-step drop, five-step right. drop, three-step right. drop. Show him and... how to comb that hair because. He... Dalton's got good hair. I mean, it's red and crazy, but he's got some good hair. He's got a flow. Yeah. It's just on But like Trevor Lawrence, he will be starting. He should be. Yeah. I don't even know who else Jacksonville has. I, I, literally anyone else. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean quarterback. I, I mean, mean like every literally position. In the organization, uh, anything. Yeah. I mean, I know Urban one Meyer. person who's a Jacksonville fan, or Meyer, and he wears a Jacksonville shirt. And I'm like, did you get that for free? Like, yeah. where did you get that shirt? It's probably a Maurice Jones-Drew jersey from like... <laughs> 2010. He's a fan, so yeah. he's pumped. Yeah. The other great thing the Bears did was they traded up again uh, on the second day, and they got an offensive tackle, Tevin Jenkins from uh, Oklahoma State. Guy's a stud. Guy could have gone first round. So what I like about what the Bears did was they, and I'm going to steal one of your lines from last week. I love it. You steal. know the direction of the team based on what they start drafting. Right. You know what they did? They armed Justin Fields with protection and weapons. Right. They traded up again. To get a great offensive tackle from Oklahoma State. 
This guy's a stud. He could have been first round talent, and he almost was. I think he was like 39th overall. So he just missed the first round by, you know, seven or, or eight or nine teams or whatever. Then they followed up. They didn't have any picks again until the fifth round, but they get another offensive tackle, uh, the running back out of Virginia Tech, and then two really great bargain picks. These are the two guys I really am high on. One of them is the wide receiver from North Carolina. His name is Daz Newsom. Daz Newsom. Can you just see a t-shirt? A good name like that. Can you see a t-shirt? Daz awesome. Daz fucked up. Daz sweet. That's it. Daz it. Right. That's it. So like, look out for him. Yeah. Daz Newsom. And then the cornerback Thomas Graham from Oregon. He did not play at all last year. He opted out of the whole season. But he had three years of complete game time footage. He should have been a third or fourth rounder. They're saying so. The Bears got bargain steals after the first two rounds. Uh, where they traded up to make good picks. So I'm very impressed with them uh, doing what they needed to do. It's so weird. These fucking assholes who run the team, I was like, don't let them get in the draft room. It takes one draft, and they're poised for a really good second act yeah. in Chicago. I give them an A- as as the Bears draft for the year. Solid score. Sorry. Solid grade. I think that it's the Bears' time, potentially, for them to be a young gun shooting team they got the defense set they're not going talked about it yes sir i'm not saying andy dalton's gonna gonna game one he's probably gonna play but i have a feeling justin fields will be in there by is it too early to make a prediction no i was gonna say game five yeah you have four you have four weeks to show what you can do andy so andy dalton better turn it on Otherwise, get the fuck out because you got this young gun coming around. And, and like you said, they're building around this guy. And most likely what's happening is they got young linemen. They got a young quarterback. They're probably going to be a separate squad during spring training where they got guys over here practicing. And then Andy Dalton and his old guys are going to be practicing. And I guarantee you, eyes are going to be over here looking at Justin Fields. So let's say four to five games, Fields is in. I'd love to see it, and I'd love to see some big turnarounds over there in Chicago. Solid prediction. If it's not sooner, I would be surprised. But week four or five from Chris, I just want to say my final takeaway is I'm going to see a quarterback for the Bears drop back, and I will not get an immediate sense of disgust and anxiety. I'm going to feel like, what can this kid do? And again, my team forever has never had that kind of confidence, ever. Hey, that's the Bears' feelings. I want to hear Niners' vibe. Yeah. Also highly highly rated by some of the pundits and experts out there. What was your take on the Niners' draft? It's so tough because um, with a pick number three, it's tough. I mean, even in fantasy, a three, four, five pick, it, you never know, you're never going to get it right, right? So, I mean... You won't know for a few years. You won't know. Right? right. That's kind of the unknown. Right. Yeah. So, our number one pick in the draft was Trey Lance. I, I like it. We talked a lot about it. I actually thought they'd go Justin Fields, honestly. Last week, we talked hard on Justin Fields and your prediction of it's the shape of a quarterback. That's yeah. their first pick. Yeah. So we weren't that far off. And I said Bears will get a cornerback or yeah. a quarterback. And yeah. So like we were we were closer than 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 one would yeah. you know say. But 
Trey Lance, I mean, I get I get Kaepernick vibes from him. He well, he's not really as much of a mover as a Kaepernick. He's I mean, got a stronger arm, very strong arm. Like a, like a, like a from what I've seen and all this. I mean, I've definitely been like listening to all the podcasts now because they're all back. You know, what I mean, all the Niners nations and stuff. Love it. Um, and everyone's saying he's got like a, like a sneaky strong arm. Like it's not. It's kind of un yes known. Coming from a smaller school, though. Smaller school, but he that's did my win. Kaepernick. He's only played one season, but he did win in this in that season. Um, you know who also only played one season? Mitch Trubisky. R.I.P. I mean, that was a terrible accident he was in where he died with Avril Levine on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Avril died too. That's sad. Yeah, it's that's terrible. that's heartbreaking. R.I.P. So yeah, I I like the pick. I think he's kind of a sneaky pick. I think there's other picks that would have been different, but again. George Kittle was drafted like what seventeen, so I don't know. I mean, it's not a, it's not that. I don't think it's. I don't think you can say no more draft picks going to be the answer. I think it's great. I I haven't seen anything official from Jimmy G, but everything coming out there on the you know the the press junket is saying he's being super supportive. Of course, he got his number. They're talking. He's going to be the same guy, like you said, um, Andy Dalton and 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 Justin Fields. He's going to be supportive. He's going to be helpful. I should find this out from Factboy, but I don't know how much more time Jimmy G has on his contract yeah. with the Niners. But it wouldn't be crazy to think. And I was actually talking to Brewmaster Jay the other day, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they ride out his contract and and, and let Lance develop. Right. Honestly, I think that would be very cool because Jimmy is going to set himself up for his next deal, and I don't think it'll be in San Francisco because they've kind of made their their point clear. I hope it works out for them. And, and and I'm a Jimmy fan. Yeah. You know why I'm a Jimmy fan? Because he doesn't get the respect he deserves. That's why. You that's, should be. That's a huge reason. Yeah. Two is, I don't think he really got his chance to, to really flex yet. He no. got to one Super Bowl in the year where he was actually healthy the whole time. Exactly. So what does that tell you? Keep, keep his ass upright and you might actually go somewhere. That's exactly right. Three, he's a fucking freak Scorpio like me. Oh, yeah, we have the same birthday. I just found out. Yeah. November 2nd. What's up, Jimmy? Give me a call. Same birthday. Same birthday, same name, same affinity for porn stars. And his love language is physical touch, so you know he's into the freaky shit. Uh, check, please. Yes. <laughs> same boat. I'll predict that that quarterback competition is way more exciting than Fields Dalton. Dalton is... He's already proven he's really good at riding the bench. And back and backing up somebody right, right. like Fields is the future. I want Jimmy G to put a chip on his shoulder, you know, kind of shoe off the porn stars for, for a minute, focus. And Lance, if you're going to be the guy, Jimmy's a good one to follow because he learned from Brady. We there talked about go. it last yeah. week. He learned from Belichick, and now the Pats seem to have locked up their guy. So it doesn't it doesn't seem like he has a great landing spot to go somewhere else. Your best opportunity, Jimmy, might be in the in the Niners Nation. So. Very interesting season coming up for you guys. I'm very excited. And Sherman was interviewed this week, this past week, talking about how Jimmy G doesn't get respect he deserves. Talking about how some a lot of people say, oh, it's the program he's in. He's with Belichick. It's the program, right? Or, oh, he's in the program with Shanahan. It's a program. And then all of a sudden you see other quarterbacks in the same program as Shanahan. Suck it. Sucking. Terribly sucking. So maybe it is Jimmy G's ability to see defenses and recognize things fast. So... Let's give him some... And again, he went to the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. That was the only season he's had where he was fully healthy. Right. So let's give him some love. And the Niners did draft uh, Mabry Thomas from Michigan. Uh, he won Skills Player of the Year. I think it might be a good mix. Sherman's going to be moving on. 
might be a good time to get in a new corner in. So I think that's really good. Niners defense is no slouch. I mean, let's give them no, some love. No, it'd be good for Sherman to teach the younger guys maybe one more year, be, though. I would love, if Sherman stayed in, that'd be great. Um, we also got Aaron Banks. He's a guard, big, big guard from Notre Dame. Um, he can move, though, uh, according to draft stuff I've seen. Shanahan usually doesn't like to draft these big guys coming right. out. You want to be fast and low. Because and you never know what, what they're going to do when they get older. You know what I mean? So um, Dude, Notre Dame's got some solid linemen in their they history. Do. So, like, that's not a bad pick. So you, you want to go there. these guys going to protect your quarterback, whether it be Jimmy G or whether it be Trey Lance. So you got to move around. I like these picks. Um, there's a couple other ones on here that were that were interesting. Uh, Trey Sherman, who was a running back from Ohio State. I, I don't know. I, I, I think they put together a good program, the Niners as a whole. Yeah. If you, guys, I, you guys always have the like five running backs who could just fucking blow up yeah. at any time, though. I mean, look, if and again, take me outside of being a fan. If I was a college player drafted by the Niners right now, I'd be fucking pumped. Because, you should be. Right? You're you're one. You're playing in a beautiful place. It's San Francisco. It's I mean, come on. Um, also, you're so close. You're right there. You get healthy. It's gonna be a big fucking season. So, I think it's close. It's not so far removed that it seems like you know. I'm not like I'm a fucking Lions fan. Sorry. To all yeah, the Lions they didn't fans. have a great draft. Right. They were like blowing each other when they got the O lineman from uh, yeah. Oregon, and I'm like, I know. Wow. Game changer. Maybe right. it'll protect golf from not throwing three picks again. Exactly. You know? I'm mean, <laughs> exactly. sorry. So, uh, all in all, I also gave my Niners... We just, we just lost more Bells fans, by the way. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. You give your Niners... An A-. minus. Hey, cheers. Not I bad. love the draft. It puts our mediocre teams in a new light where it gives us a little bit of hope. Yeah. I mean, I think... Don't you, do you agree... The best case scenario to come out of draft is to feel like your team improved. Yes. So do you feel like the Bears improved? 100%. And I feel like the Niners improved, so that's good. Let's rock. Yep. Hey, one other story took place on the day of the first round. Sort of overshadowed a few of these picks. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers getting a little disgruntled, making it public to the point where that he is so so dissatisfied with the Packers organization that he either will not return or possibly retire. Yeah. I mean, look. I think we should put some odds out there right now. The dads are pretty good at making predictions in terms of what do we think the odds are that Aaron Rodgers is not wearing a Packers jersey next year. And I'm going to say not wearing a jersey slash hosting Jeopardy full-time as a as a retired NFL MVP. Well, hold on. If... if- uh, I'm gonna give both options there. Like, like put those combined. I have staying with the Packers. Yeah. Versus wearing a new jersey or retiring and and doing something. So else. there's three options here. No, I'm I'm gonna say the the, the Packers is one, and the other okay. option is okay. Playing for another team slash not playing at all. Where do you see him next year? Um, I I I four months. Where do you see him in four months? Four months from now, I don't see him in a Packers jersey. Wow. Mm. Who's their backup? Didn't no they get, one knows. Did, well, didn't they get the? Didn't they draft a kid last, last year? year. Uh, exactly from Nevada. Yeah, uh, fat we'll boy, check, check that. But I do know that they essentially drafted his replacement last year. He goes out and earns he is MVP, pissed. and he's pit. And there's no weapon. They don't give him any other weapons. No. Nothing else. But he doesn't need him. He's that fucking he, good. It's a testament, he does. testament to his he talent, does. though. How do Ta- you have MVP and not win a Super Bowl? Devontae. He's the only one. Valdez Scal- 
Exactly. <laughs> Who? <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to flip it. Uh, I'm going to go counterpoint. I think he makes it back to Green Bay. Okay. I think they sign him to a new deal. They give him more money than he knows what to do. They give him potential leadership roles as a, you are going to be in this front office after you're done. Which is something Jordan always wanted to do. He but wanted why would you stake want to be ownership, a part of that organization that because he wants, over he constantly. Wants, well, he wants to take it over. Wouldn't you, ra- wouldn't you rather go somewhere else? Here's what you want to do. Tom Brady, again, I don't want to step on your shit, but no, I got to just step stop. on it. Step on it. Aaron Rodgers would rather go to, let's just say, New Orleans, right? Need a quarterback. Oh my God. You bring in Aaron Rodgers. I he would comes be in fucked. and he fucking lights it up, wins a Super Bowl, and then. I mean, how many titties is Aaron Rodgers seeing, right? Well, he's about to get married, so hopefully just two more. Olivia Munn? No, I wish. Uh, I love her so much. Me too. Uh, Shailene Woodley, they got engaged. I don't know who she is. I'll bring up a picture of her. I can't wait. um, Yeah, she's not bad. She's very... um, I'm sure she's not bad. She's very plant-based. I'm sure she's not like some chick that works at the fucking library on the weekends. Unless she's a super hot librarian. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hot for the tea, too. All I'm saying is... Aaron Rodgers is seeing all these other guys move around, right? He's catching wind of Russell Wilson. He's seeing Tom Brady do it. He sees these guys. He sees these holes. Let's just say 28 teams in the NFL would love to have Aaron Rodgers. He's the fucking right. MVP. But my my stop, my obstacle is I don't know what team actually is in the market for a new quarterback. Every 28 teams is in the market. So if you were the Bengals, let's say. Okay, he's not going to the Bengals. And Joe Burrow. Is your guy no. for the future? He's not going there. Okay, if you're the Bears and you he's have the Red Rifle, Red Rifle and Justin you Fields, shoot your eye out, kid. You know what? If we didn't get Justin Fields, then absolutely throw everything at the bank to go get Aaron. Could Rogers. you imagine the fucking uproar? Can you imagine the pissed offness of our neighbor Chris, a, a Packer fan? I would literally buy a bear and just set it loose in his house to be like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking, it's fucking hunting season, man." He'll hear this on his walk too and be like. Son of a bitch. You know? <laughs> He'll be like, I'm going to fucking text him right now. Um, I'm going to say Rodgers does come back. I think he's going to realize, if winning is what he wants, that the best possible situation to win in is in Green Bay. Wow. Okay. I disagree. I think he'll be with another team. I don't know who yet. But, I mean, when you've made that much money, the guy's making State Farm money, right? He, yeah. doesn't, need, he doesn't need the shit. He, his who, value is worth about 130 mil. That's his, that's his net worth right 130 now. $130 million. I mean, I guess you could live somewhere else if you don't want to live in Green Bay. He's like, fuck, I'll fly in. But that's why he's also saving a shitload of money, right? Because he's in he's in Green Bay. Um, real quick side note. Uh, I know we're kind of going long on this. He killed it at Jeopardy. Uh, I've DVR Jeopardy for a while now. I'm a little bit behind. And uh, I just wrapped up his guest stint uh, since the legend Alex Trebek passed away. I know we talked about that a few months ago. Rodgers is the best guest host that they've had and he's actually come on record and said, I could see myself doing this full time. I heard he went on record to say it's his dream job. I heard that. So I would say if there was a third option in terms of playing with the Packers, playing somewhere else, or retiring, retiring has the edge over playing somewhere else. I still think he's back in Green Bay. One stat to throw me off. This is interesting. Three legendary Green Bay quarterbacks all played 16 years with the Packers. Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. None of them made it to year 17. Rodgers is going into year 17. Wouldn't it be you know, historic for him just to bounce now to say, 
I'm not going to play year 17 with exactly. you guys. Exactly. Exactly. So you have a little bit of uh, history on your side. Yes. Cool. New Orleans is your is your pick right now. I mean, New Orleans would be a nice fit. What about Houston? Deshaun Watson wants out. Deshaun Watson is busy. He's getting a massage. He's getting rubbed. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get a Deshaun uh, rib in every time. Now nah, we did it a little bit ago. Yeah. Hey, before we wrap up Sports Hole, I just want to call out that um, that my luck hasn't been great lately <laughs> uh, in terms of how I've been uh, predicting things. I know you haven't been talking about it very much. <laughs> I haven't reloaded till NFL. Wait till lead pipe blocks. Yeah. Um, look, I, I bragged a little bit about Michigan State being one of those schools that has had... Somebody drafted for 80 consecutive drafts, and uh, Shakur Brown was, believe it or not, he was the best player on the board for more than two fucking hours. Mel Kuyper, best available, best available. And this was like the middle of the sixth round, and I'm like, grab him. Somebody grab him. Somebody grab him. Well, I fucked up. That streak is gone. Shakur Brown got signed as an undrafted free agent to the Steelers. He was not drafted. He did not get the call. It's Ama- heartbreaking. Amazing to think of all those people that like, not one. It's crazy, right? I think it's telling of why D'Antonio had to go because the talent on his team had just depleted yeah. so much. Yeah. But Mel Tucker is loading that talent back up, and I think we'll start a new streak next year, to be 100% honest. I just, I'm really bummed that, like, I bragged about it, and then they fucking fell. Michigan still got the pick, and I uh, I don't know about USC or, or UCLA. I can't remember the other one. But two schools were ahead of us at, you know, they had us by about a year or two. Whatever. I can't use it as a fucking quote anymore. I mean, you just can't put it on your LinkedIn profile like you normally would. Oh, fuck. I got to remove that then, don't I? <laughs> well, that's on me. That's on me. All right. Well, that's our sports hole. Hey. Solid sports hall. I mean, I think we talked enough. I mean, there's other stuff going on, but nothing as relevant as these things. So I'm excited. NFL draft, Aaron Rodgers will not be in Green Bay, and uh, we're out for sports hall. That's how we roll. <laughs> hey, we wanted to wrap up this week's episode with some streaming selections. The dad's like to give you a couple more options of things to watch, uh, you know, every month, maybe every two months. It's been a while since we did one. So we're going to cover things that are going to be out now, came out last month, or possibly air next month we're gonna move relatively quick through this give you guys like we said a few more options chris give us your first streaming selection of may and beyond right so i feel like this is one you cannot miss if you're not watching this you are crazy it's the best show on tv right now handmaid's tale i thought it was not gonna be as good as it is but it is fucking amazing i feel like if you're taking like blood pressure medicine or whatever you it it fucking pops you up. Yeah, you need to take something before the, the episode starts. Right. So the new season just started. Uh, they dropped, like, it's on Hulu, and they dropped three episodes, and then they do the whole trickle down with one every week. New one just came out yesterday. It's so fucking good. It's such a fucking great show. But has, not, not for the faint of heart, you're saying. It's got to be, you have to be like ready to have yeah. a, a high blood pressure, high, yeah, yeah. high heart rate. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's crazy show to where if you're not ready for it, you may not be able to make it through um especially this season episode two or three it's it's fucking spicy i love it yeah it's, i love it's it. great 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 fucking show and that'll go all the way through june if it's a new episode every week right every yeah new episode every week and i think they do 10 so we're going at least at least through june yeah so we might not even have to cover it next time but, but they do three and then it's four 
and then five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. So they, they start out big and they get you hooked and then you're back. Love it. I still got to get that out of my queue. Oh my God. My wife watched season one and then kind of stopped, said it got a little dark. I'm, I'm more into the dark. I lean into the dark. So yeah. uh, hang tight. I'm going to be a guy who kind of shows up towards the end before the finale and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give you some feedback. Let me, I will say your wife is right. It does get dark and it gets darker and darker and darker. And I wait for the light. So hopefully that comes. Ooh. I don't know. Man, it's crazy. Yeah. It's interesting. Good, good show. Good show. Um, I'm going to give my first pub to uh, an HBO Max release same day as theaters. I'm talking about on May 14th, uh, Taylor Sheridan's new movie, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Angelina Jolie, uh, John Bernathal. It's got a, a killer cast, but really it's about the writer-director, Taylor Sheridan. Um, it takes place in California, um, in, in the big forests and Angelina Jolie is in a you know a tree stand she sees a teenager run through the woods who just witnessed a murder witnessed some kind of assassin taking care of business Taylor Sheridan though probably one of the greatest writer directors working right now this is going to be a movie reminiscent of you know uh, Helen High Water Wind River Sicario he also does Yellowstone which I know Chris is a huge fan of wow we yeah we you were was a fan yeah Yeah. so I'm hoping that in a two hour 20 minute space it's perfect and I just I love HBO Max's availability to watch something when it comes out for 30 days I haven't missed a movie yet that they've released and that includes you know Mortal Kombat Congress Godzilla I'm not including them on this section but guys if you miss the theaters and this movie streaming service comes out with something that's that you know exclusive, fucking watch it. Yeah, that's May fourteenth. Those who wish me dead. I love it. I will watch Mortal Kombat. I will also watch Those Who Wish Me Dead. I'm not a big Angelina Jolie fan, but I will check it out. She hasn't um, been in a movie in like five years, while, so yeah. like like give her a shot. Yeah, Mortal Kombat was decent. I've heard it was it was as good as you want it to be. Exactly. Yeah. Don't expect too much. Just have fun right. with it. Right. Yeah. Um, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to stay on the HBO Max train. Great documentary. Eight-part series. Came out, I think, in April, end of April. Uh, QAnon, Into the Storm. Again, not to get political here. Great documentary on the QAnon thing. Not necessarily the people or the beliefs or the political agenda behind it, but necessarily the thing that it is. It's fantastic. It, it, it's it, it's always on my like watch now. Like it, it's being highly recommended. It's from fantastic. The, the, the it's service. It's weird. It's creepy. It's funky. It's it's all the things. It's got all the for me. As you know, I'm a documentary guy. This has yes, all the stuff in documentary that I love. Um, I definitely found myself wanting to watch the next episode, but I would fall asleep at night, so I wouldn't do it. So I'd wait, watch it. Eight parts. Did you finish now? I'm done. Okay, so you can give it your full seal of approval. Full thumbs up. Go, it go check gets it out. Better. It better. It completes at the eighth episode. It completes and you're like, yeah, that's fucking great. That's fucking awesome, yeah. dude. Um, I'm going to go to Amazon Prime. I'm going to talk about Underground Railroad. This is I've a... I've heard about it. Ten episode series. It was a novel that came out, and I know Underground Railroad is an actual historical, you know, actual thing. This was a novel that came out a few years back. And this is a intense, uh, kind of a dreamy reimagining of this chapter of American history. It follows two characters, Cora and Caesar, um, and their you know escape and their run through the Underground Railroad, trying to find um, you know safety and freedom from their oppressors. But the superstar here is the director Barry Jenkins. Barry Jenkins has only really directed two major movies. One of them was Moonlight, and the other one was. Something Beale Street. I never saw it, but it was supposed to be incredible too. But Barry Jenkins 
had such a pride going into this that he actually directed all 10 episodes. So when you get a major movie studio guy, movie star, director, like like A-lister, to do a show, usually they do the pilot and then they hand it off. Or they do the pilot and maybe the last episode and they let someone else run it. He got so invested, he did the entire show from start to finish. So you know it's going to be, you know, an auteur behind the camera for all 10 episodes. And... The subject matter is going to be great, and it's supposed to be a great novel, too. So this might be one of those ones where I watch it, and then I read it afterward. And I like to usually read first, because the book's usually better. But if the if the, if the the show has this much talent in it, I don't. if I really enjoy it, I will add the book to my, my reading list. Yeah, so yeah. Underground Railroad starts uh, May 14th on Amazon Prime. Fingers crossed they're going to drop all 10. And then uh, for all the dads out there, this is a great show to watch with the wife. I think you can't go wrong saying this is something I'm, I'm picking out for both of us. You might get 10 quality hours with your wife on the couch, etc. That's a big deal. If you, can, if you can get the ladies in, it helps. Absolutely. Especially if it's a show you actually like and they like. Boom. We'll be watching it. Win-win. Yeah. Win? Hopefully a third win. Yeah. Thanks, Barry. <laughs> Put out some very white after, and you never know. Oh yeah, uh, I can't get enough of your love, babe. Can't took me a second. Yeah, yeah and I love it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so mine. I always like to give a little bit of different. I always, you know, pick a podcast or something else besides just streaming yeah, TV. You're movies, always whatever. hot, dude. So, an Instagram personality that has grown exponentially, like literally in the last two weeks, is a guy who I love. I mean, I started following him. He was probably ten thousand followers, okay. maybe not even. Okay. He's got. Over 250,000 followers okay. now. It's Manolo Teaches Golf. Have you seen this? No. But I, you know what? Yes, I did. I just saw his first one where he talked about hitting the ball over the sand over trap. Over the sand. Yeah. No, that, That's that, that one's gone completely viral. The guy's hysterical. I have no idea if he's real or not. I'm assuming he's not. He seems a little over the top. Right. But it is very entertaining. It's fucking great. And again, if you like watching golf videos, which I love, especially golf tips, this guy is fantastic. Um, his accent... Again, I think it's I think it's a little extra. You should send one to my father in law. I should send a clip because he sends us golf videos. He does all the time. time. He sent me one today about the spine. <laughs> yeah, and, and I was like, oh, I'll star this and read it in <laughs> yeah. a week. Um, but I should send him that. But he's so fantastic. It's um, it's fun. it's also fun to watch Instagram personality kind of grow as you become a fan. But again, it's all videos or mostly videos. Actually, I think it's all videos. I think it is too. Yeah, so it's all videos. Uh, he does a couple like live things that are fucking hysterical. I love it. And again, it's just fun. It's a nice little thing to kind of distract you. Highly recommended. Manolo teaches golf, all one word. Good. Be a, be for a him. part of the growth. Yes. Uh, we will throw a link in our next post about streaming selections yeah. so that you guys know what we're talking about, where it's at. And Manolo, I think, is that's a good one. A yeah. nice, nice early find there, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Um, my last one is uh, another movie coming to Netflix May 21st. Uh, such a dad pick, but um, it's a Zack Snyder original movie called Army of the Dead. I'm excited for this. It, if you have two hours to burn, this is what you want to do, okay? This is a zombie heist movie. I would argue that Zack Snyder's on a bit of a heater. Justice League, the four-hour cut, I sat through it. Yeah, it took two or three nights, but I fucking made it. It's actually really <laughs> damn good. And I'm excited for this movie. This is a, a movie where he he said Netflix gave him full creative control. Did not have to do some final cut, some big edit afterward. Uh, May 21st, Dave Bautista, 
plays Drax, you know, former wrestler. And the idea is that this could blow up into a big mythology type thing where there's prequels, sequels, spinoff series. I just want to have a fun zombie movie. And if you throw a heist element in where they're going to rob something, which I don't know what the fuck is valuable in a zombie apocalypse, but it makes me interested enough that I want to watch it. Right. Like Dude, you're, not, you're not even surviving the zombie thing. You're actually going to do a heist thing with the zombies. It's a, whole, it's a cool vibe. Yeah. It's a great new twist on the zombie genre, which they've kind of, you know, tapped out the the comedies and the paranoid thrillers and the horror and the rom-coms. This is a new element. Zack Snyder's on a on, on a bit of a hot streak. Let's see what he can do. I'm yeah. excited. That's Netflix, 521, May, May 21st, Army of the Dead. Uh, definitely has the whole of the dead vibe, yeah. Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, etc. So very excited for that. Those are our May yeah. streaming and listening and watching selections. And real quick, I've seen the trailer for that. It looks amazing. If you haven't seen it, YouTube that because it's fucking great. Yes. We'll probably hype it up a little bit before it comes out. Not sure. that it needs it, but let's see what it's got. Yep. I'm cool. excited. Let's give a grade to the Two-Hearted. Ring-a-ding-ding. Taco Bell logo. We should talk about Bell's Two-Hearted Ale. I'm locked in with my uh, you know, camo vest with my orange trim score. I don't know about you, but I got it. It is. And can I ask one more question on this sure. too? I think another potential metric we should consider is how many of these beers could you have straight? <laughs> okay, yeah. Right? Like where if you only got this, yeah. what would you drink? So give us a score and give us a number of how many beers of the Bell's Too Hard you would drink straight before you had to switch it up. Okay. I'll give you a score. And I'm going to say, I think the score may be a little bit higher because I did drink it out of a gigantic liquid bomb size. Um, <laughs> it was huge. I gave it a 93. Huge score for me. I'm not very giving with those 90s, by the way. I thought about it for a while. I was like, maybe I should give like 87. And I thought about what I've given 87s to before. This was better than that. Uh, that being said, how many could I have? I bet I could do about five before I needed some food or or, <laughs> or needed you know my wife to tell me to stop. Five and, of the big boys or just no, five, five, five normal? Five beers, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'd say two and a half of those big boys. But yeah, I feel like uh, five sounds about right, and I'd maybe have to start drinking some seltzers or something else to keep me through. If we're playing bags and it's summertime, I, mean, I could probably have a lot more than that. But you might need to get some lighthearted. But I'd, I'd probably disappear. You probably would. I'd do the whole you know Chris Ghost move, which I do very well. Nah, Irish goodbye. I know where you live, bro. But I've done it before. Where all of a sudden, the kid needs to go to the bathroom, and then I'm gone, and it's now midnight. We can get into that. Um, <laughs> hey. I'm with you there. Uh, I'm right on a cusp of 90, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bump it to 91. Okay. I'm gonna up you by one. I'm gonna say I could drink a six pack of this. Wow. Because it is so delicious. And you know what? It tastes different from the first drink to the last drink. The last drink is is still a bit different. The the hops flavor on this. Some drinks are very sweet, and some sips are very hoppy and piney, and you're kind of like like. Nothing's ever overpowering enough where you can't just keep going after yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like it's a 7.0, so it's a little spicier than some. But it, I feel like it'll 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 catch up to you. A six pack of that. I mean, I've definitely had a couple in in a, in a sitting, and I've you know gotten up and been like, I got to go back to work now because it was lunch, and then you know, <laughs> uh, you need me to cut that. <laughs> yeah, no. it'll be like. I mean, it was dinner <laughs> at home on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. I'll just like slide it in. I think one thing we know about Bells is we are Bells fans. We are. We did not mean any offense. Hopefully we didn't offend anybody who's into Bells. Uh, hopefully you suck around the whole time. 
despite the Lions comments, despite the... He did uh, diss a lot of Michigan today. Ejaculate uh, comments as well. Some Youpers, some Michigan, Michigan State. State didn't get into the draft. Some Michigan oh. guys got drafted. You had to bring that up too. What a, what a fucking night. Load it up. Yeah, Youpers, Youpers actually deserve all that's coming to them. though. They're, they're kind of weird. Yeah. Cool. Um, next week, we're going to watch Major League, the modern dad movie so of the pop. month. Major League One. Uh, Tom Berenger, Charlie Sheen, stud, 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 Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Um, please watch that. We're going to give a review to that and do a full deep dive on the 2021 baseball season. Now we have about 30 to 35 games under our belt. Yep. I think we have enough to kind of start saying how our teams are going to do. What else do we have coming up, Chris? Well, I don't know, but I am I'm currently just, we were going to check in. I feel great. still feel fine. I'm not seeing any hallucinations. I think... I don't have any lizard scales on me, and the vaccine is not killing me yet. So no, you just have those beautiful, clear gold porn sunglasses going. That I, right. it's very Hunter S. Thompson right now, dude. The microchip is is fusing to my body perfectly. I love it. Can't wait. And what's on Sunday? We should definitely make sure that all of the dads and anyone listening that's not a dad uh, remembers it's Mother's Day. So please, 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 we usually do a little big. A little big. We do a big thing for Mother's Day. You know our feelings on Mother's Day. But I do recommend... Chris hates it. I do recommend... <laughs> Chris doesn't think that they deserve some it. Get flowers. If you're going to go do something, make a reservation. Uh, yeah. I got a plan going. So yeah, get okay. some reservations. You're not going to go crazy. I mean, come on. No. It's Mother's Day. If yeah. you're listening to this, it's already too If late. you're listening to this on Sunday Correct. at noon, you've already fucked up. And hey, maybe that's your jam. I don't know. But remember it's Mother's Day. At least give them some love. Your own mother at the very least. I mean, your wife who with the children, that's a whole different thing. But your mom, give her some love. Yeah. Some things don't have to be bought. Some things can be completely homemade, free, a phone call, yep. a text. Take a photo of you and your family and send it to your grandma if she has a phone that, you know, a smartphone or an iPad. Guys, that makes all the difference. Yeah. And dads, we are building a future for our kids and they need to see how well you respect the ladies in your life. So That's right. don't neglect this. But like we said, don't also wait for us to tell you to go do something because right. by then it's too late. And also money in the bank for Father's Day because that's coming around the corner. So you got to make sure that if you're going to keep score, which no one is, but I am, make sure you keep <laughs> Chris score. is always waiting on the comeback. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Another wonderful episode in the book, Chris. Yeah, we wrapped it up. I think it was good. I had some fun. You had fun. So I know much you did. fun, dude. Um, you I got your good. second shot. Fully vaxxed. Ready to rock. I'm waxed, at least from the upper legs down. Waxed, vaxxed, and ready to smack. I don't know. <laughs> so, I sound for Jim, I'm Chris. We've been the dads. We've been drinking Bell's Two-Hearted Ale with an amazing score of 92 combined. Have a good week. It's Mother's Day. Aaron Rodgers is not going to be a Green Bay Packer next year. Mark my word. We'll see.